now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. Greetings, Earthlings. Good evening. Hello, everyone. We are the Thinking Scrubs. I'm your host, Ron, and together with me are Rebel Raymond. Say hi. Hi, guys. No energy. Hi. How about, <laughs> How about course, Resistance, no. Resistance Ramon? Hello. Hello. Too bad we don't have uh, Imperial Ian with us right now. But... Uh, wow. We have four schools now. <laughs> oh man, you know it. It just occurred to me that uh, our names correspond with the squads that we play. Lately, I play Resi uh, the Republic, so I'm. I guess I'm Republic Ron. Speaking of names, I've noticed that we're using a different name now. We're really? the Thinking Scrubs. Really? I thought we, I thought we were the Sarlacc Scrubs. I thought so too. What do you think, Ramon? Okay, no man. I, I think this is something that has to happen. Yes. What do you think? Uh, for those who are not aware, uh, just a brief background on this. So FFG just recently released a new set of policies regarding the use of license, license content regarding, to, of course, Star Wars and all that stuff. So... Um, in preparation for this, uh, we've been discouraged, everyone I think who's been discouraged to use any names that are uh, proper names linked to the Star Wars franchise. All and right. so I oh. think, you know, Minox also made the change. And we are the podcast formerly known as Sarlacc Scrub. So obviously Sarlacc is an intellectual property of the mouse himself, so we tend to we try to veer away from that, so that will be more flexible in the future. Yep. So Ramon, why why did why did you come up with the thinking scrubs? What was the logic behind that? Actually, if you remember during our brainstorming session, uh, what I mentioned was um, we were focusing on removing the word Sarlacc from the name, but. Just leaving the the group named Scrubs isn't really going to work. So we basically needed an adjective in front of it. And probably out of the list of what we made, it looks like thinking just came out ahead. But at least uh, in terms of putting some thought into why we're called the thinking Scrubs, well, when we started the podcast, we've always assumed that our target audience was for uh, the general public who uh, who wants to the general extreme player who wants to improve think about how they do how they play what they play and basically find a different way to uh, I would say this up their game so, so to put a little more thought into what they enjoy and I think uh, putting putting thinking and scrub together may sound may seem like a oxymoron but uh in the end it's a, it's more like a state of improvement so yeah well said well said ron i think you voted for this name as well so well why did you want to choose this name because there's a 
nice ring to it to it. So thinking in scrubs. What is what is a scrub basically? A scrub is someone who is uh probably the opposite of a uh a professional, no? Something some someone who is very good at what he do. Uh obviously we're not that. So and uh yeah. So but at least we're thinking. No? At least uh, we're trying to uh get out of the trap, so to speak. No? So we're trying to uh think of ways how to not become a scrub. No? And I, I like the ir- irony, no? It's a scrub but it's a thinking scrub. Thinking scrub. That's what I think. I keep thinking it sounds like that thing you wiping wa- washing away something or something. <laughs> That's the advantage. Whenever someone uh, searches a, uh, a a scrub or a broom in the internet, our name will come up. So we will become very popular. Yes, with people among the housewives. Like yes, <laughs> the housewives. All right. A, re- so, a real target market. <laughs> <laughs> You're targeting housewives. Yeah. <laughs> What are we? What are we finding out in this podcast? <laughs> All right. Okay. And we have a lot on our plate uh, tonight. Oh wow, 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 wow! For those who are seeing, seeing uh, our, watching our podcast through YouTube, so there's uh, quite a nice uh, visual showing uh, a brain in a jar. So that's our working logo, a brain in a jar. So that's a brain of a scrub in a jar thinking about how to win in X-Wing. And speaking of X-Wing, X-Wing Miniatures games, there was a uh, couple of big news no? released by FFG this morning about the most anticipated points update. Whew, yeah, wow, what an update indeed. Where Did any of you guys watch the live stream or did you just hear about it after? I did not because some of us had to work for it. About Some of us have to sleep. <laughs> yeah, and also that too. Uh, so Raymond, well, you seem uh, to have followed the, the 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 video. What do you call that? The, the live stream, yes. The live stream. I was very active there, actually. I and did you know that I was actually responded to in the chat by FG Live? Wow. What question did they ask, Raymond? I said, are you releasing any new stuff for episode 9? And they said, sorry, they can't comment on it. Mm, I wish but... yeah. I wish I could have asked another question, but, you know, time ran out. But we'll get moving on that. So some main highlights from the live stream. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, the new points, which we'll be going through in a bit. Um, Max Brook and Brooks... Oh great! I don't. I'm not. I don't know how to say his name. They Flugar. gave Flugar Levitt also gave some um, back reasoning on why they made changes like that and so on and so forth. And so yeah, that was pretty much the whole the whole thread, the whole stream. I think there was one rules question in there. I don't know how that got there for some reason. Someone the asked about the uh, big cargo free oh, car cargo shoot something. <laughs> It was it was mentioned in the Minox Squadron po- podcast. Yeah, uh, that was kind of funny as well, well d- during that stream. Okay, so I guess we shall move on to. Look, looking at their looking at the picture of the three guys, 
you you won't you you can't tell that uh, they're they're uh, delivering good news. No, it looks like they're confessing to a crime or something. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so let's shall we so, proceed with the rebels here, or how do you wanna just just move down the line? Rebels, let's go rebels. Oh, before we begin, shout out to uh, Hori Boat and Polite Canadian for this spreadsheet. Hori what? Hori Boat. Hori Boat? Or Bat? Yes. Oh, sorry, Bat, Bat. Is it Bat? Oh, man. Hori Bat, Hori Bat. Sorry, my bad. Say <laughs> sorry to the Hori Bat. My bad, my bad. Alright, you're bad. Okay, so for rebels, oh god, where do I begin? Uh, the pain, the agony. Rebels, the rebel beef has been destroyed systematically one by one. Let's start with Raylan Stram, who got four point increase. It's a little much, but I understand. For some reason, Raylan is the more favored of the two named pilots. Braylon, uh, uh, Braylon the cheater. Uh, How is he a cheater, Rod? Yeah. Uh, who? Well, uh, I think he's the it's the only pilot who gets better when stressed, whereas the rest of the Republic they suck more when they they're stressed, uh, except for Lulo, which also got the shaft. Not really, but I will talk about that later. Yeah. So both B wings, uh, Ken and Braylon got hit a bit. Then, oh, speaking of which, so the ARC 170's got some love, and we have Garvin Ibitz, uh, what? Ibtisam. And Shara Bay getting some reductions. So I'm kind of predicting that maybe these guys will take the place of the B-Wings in some Rebel Beef lists, because they're almost priced to where the B-Wings were before. That's actually pretty good because at least there's some variety in Rebel Beef that we'll be looking at in the future. It doesn't necessarily mean Rebel Beef is dead. At least yep. Rebel Beef in the form that we knew. But as an archetype, it seems that Rebel Beef is still going to be something that's going to be challenging for future players. Yes, definitely some sort of uh, variation will come out of this. But we'll, what exactly is the archetype, we'll find out soon enough. So. Still, the Azatak gunship and the attack shuttle not getting any love. Still staying where they are. I don't know how I feel about that because, you know, the gunship seems like a good platform. However, giving angled deflectors to everyone kind of makes them irrelevant now, <laughs> right? Uh, um, it depends. Uh, I think the gunship, for example, still really, how to say this, benefits from having a 180-degree firing arc. Uh, it's just that there aren't as much tools that can take advantage of the 180-degree firing That's true too. With all of the most of the talents now requiring a certain um, arc type, yeah. So, well, maybe trick yeah. shot, but yeah. But that's it could happen. Thing. I mean, Wolf with trick shot and Janoris. Yeah, yeah. the, the developers did say that uh, when they see something that is not fun, they uh, come in and do some adjustments. Now, no one has been playing the Ozito gunship. Or at least... Uh, never. Not even... Uh, never. Never yeah, it's been it doesn't, it, it doesn't appear that often in a squad list in tournament bat reps or whatever. 
and yet they stayed the same after uh, two rounds of uh, point adjustments. What does that say? Uh, are we missing something? Are they actually good? And FFG knows it. It's just waiting to be discovered. So to me, that's uh, hmm, that's um, quite interesting. Go ahead, Ray. What? Well, yeah. Well, um, I still don't see it, but maybe, maybe in this second edition, uh, new point adjustment, some people will turn to them for options. Wolf Waro, for example, uh, is his ability the same as his when uh, during 1.0? Uh, because granting additional attack dice is quite rare in this game. No? So aside from Wolf Waro, uh, John Ors, who else can uh, give an, an additional attack dice? So that's something waiting to be exploited. Maybe we're just not seeing something. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, moving on to the Y-Wings. So everyone stayed the same except for Dutch. Dutch who got Van, a... Vander. Paltry yes. one-point increase. Which is, it, I guess it's okay. It's not <laughs> as but it's it not seems, horrible. Uh, it seems a paltry recognition of Dutch's uh, contribution to Rebel Beef, no? Yes. Only one point? If I was Dutch, only one point? I did so well, much during the era of Rebel Beef, and they only increased me by one point. So they must not uh, think of me as a threat. Only one well, point. Dutch was never really used in the Rebel Beef lists uh, much in the top tier tournaments, or that we saw, maybe in some of the other tournaments. So maybe they just want to secure that in the future, future-proofing Dutch, when uh, people might turn to him after they see that the B wings. You know, aren't doing so well. Well, so the, re- the rebel beef that uh, this is still fresh in my memory. I think uh, it was Peter, our very own Peter, who was piloting the rebel beef featuring Dutch Vander. I think that's the only time I got a zero. I was tabled in a tournament. Zero, two hundred zero, courtesy of Dutch Vander. Yes. Well, Dutch is uh, has a very good ability for sure. And yeah, maybe it's just to protect because you know with plasma torpedoes coming out, people will be, you know, run probably running to Dutch to try use him. And then moving on to the K wing, so everyone but the generic got some decrease. Hmm. Does this make K wings good now? I wonder. Two points. Yeah. What squad can uh, we build uh, Miranda out of? Mm. Can can uh, two points, forty-three points plus uh, plasma torps. How much is plasma torps? Nine points. Nine points. Yeah. So almost fifty. I guess you could build a Miranda or a two K wing list, but mm, I don't know. I. It, the way they work right now is so different than what I'm used to in version 1.0. Actually, I haven't tried them in second edition. Because of the turrets. Yeah, definitely. I think the point decrease here is basically for play. Um, both Esege and Miranda, if you look at either Pink Brain Matter or Meta Wing, haven't seen a significant amount of play in the longest time. So the point decrease here may not 
necessarily just be balancing, but just making both Miranda and Isegi attractive choices. Because in the past uh, waves, uh, in terms of events, it seems that Warden Squadron Pad has been getting a lot of uh, games in, and as well as it's been performing quite well for uh, for for its entries, even though it's not one of the more uh, say popular pilots or ships in the in the current overall meta, like over um, what's been punched into List Fortress. So apparently Barrage Rocket, Proton Bomb, and Sabine with three Wardens is a thing. So Warden Squadron Pilots with Grey Squadron Bombers or Warden Squadron Pilots with Wedge Antilles is a thing. But apparently the, the best performing Warden Squadron group is four Warden's, Warden Squadron Pilots. As of right now. And speaking of which you can also check this out. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. So yeah, moving on to that. Wedge, yes. I so, believe uh, the wedge adjustment is fair. Fair and just adjustment. Am he I is hearing pretty good for his you? cost. Raymond? Yeah. You agree? Yeah. He he was pretty good for fifty two. He was like an auto add in every rebel list. Mm-hmm. Too good, too good, almost. Well, yeah. not almost. Actually, too good for his yeah, point. So some of the hawks also got a discount, though I'm not sure if this will be enough to push them back into the meta. But I think there's potential. Maybe without Moldy Crow. But who knows. Yeah, I think they could still be used even without their Moldy Grow title, right? I mean, Jan Ors could still pump up people, and Roar could still make someone Initiative 7. I'm getting a lot of uh, lag from my end. You hear us okay, Ramon? Alright, while Ramon is uh, fixing his uh, technical difficulties... Okay, Just so the hawk the they don't have any uh, three attack forward, right? No, it's just their single. Uh, Hello, sorry, my bad. No worries, Ramon. So, Welcome back. Yeah, we we're just talking about the hawk having no native three attack. So if it were bear, it would just have the single turret to attack dice. So it would be mostly a support ship without moldy crow. So maybe uh, the adjustments. I'm trying to look at the dorsal turret. No, the dorsal turret did. It, I think it increased, right? Yes, it did. So but the adjustment in the hawks are more of to compensate for the increase in the turrets. Would you say? Not wait, really the to have? make them more playable. Do hawks have uh, a turret slot? Ah uh, no 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 no. Ah no no no. I'm in the wrong game. Too much coffee. Too much work. It's okay. So, yeah. Probably, I think, I hope to see... I think I'll try using them in more of a support role ship, but I doubt if I can fit Moldy Crow in there. So, moving on to... um, So, Wedge, we mentioned his fair update. Cassian, I think it was a bit much. Though he was pretty good, but I think it was only it's only effective if 
you have someone like you're always Raiden. with the B-Wing. Yeah, Raylan or Ken. So it's a very specific scenario, and I don't know if that warranted the whole four points, but mm, yeah, I guess that opinions could differ there. So both Brylen and uh, Kashan uh, had a four-point increase. Yep. So that's an uh, eight-point increase for just two ships. So Rebel yep. B really took a hit. Definitely, you won't be able to fit the Cassian, Braylon, Ten, and Wedge into a list anymore, even there. So you definitely have to change up some of those ships. Even Leia increased by four points. Yes. So that was, uh, I think, the first adjustment mentioned off the bat for everyone who wanted to find out Princess Leia increasing to six points, which is, I guess, mm, I prefer. I would have preferred five or four, but Okay, I mean, yeah, I I guess I can see that happening. And then Maul getting an increase by one, which is also a surprise. I didn't even know who used Maul. Maul? Maul the crew? Yeah, Maul the crew. R2-D2 got a spike too, and we all know that only Han really uses him though. So R2-D2 is now variable. Costed no, no. Variable. That's the... That's the ah, this is the crew. This, the crew just went up two points. Mm. But yeah, so the new R2-D2. I'm um, not sure who uses R2-D2 Astromech. Um, did Pete any ever use them? I wasn't sure. R2-D2 Astromech? Yeah. I, I don't know. In our local meta, I haven't come across. Maybe sometimes uh, we'd look during casual games, but during tournaments, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So, I guess that's it for the Rebels. I wish some other ships would have gotten some more love, like the Ghost or the Sheet Feed or the Thai Ellen Fighter, but uh, that's the way it is. <laughs> okay. So let's Grand. move on to the Empire. So uh, for the Rebels, the big winners are the K-Wings and the Arcs. And big losers are the Rebel Beef. Yes, whoever was in the Rebel Beef, basically. Okay. So moving on to Empire. So we, we saw uh, increases to the most used uh, Imperial ships which are Major Vinder, Darth Vader, and Suntir Phil, while a lot of other ships and of course the TIE Phantoms forgot about them. But of course uh, we have some reductions I guess. So finally is this enough of a nerf to take a, to take down the TIE Phantoms? TIE Phantoms? How much was the point increase? Um, just two uh, one point for the base pilot, two points for the ace, one point on Echo, and three points on this. So what's the what? What do they usually use for the quad phantoms? So normally they it's use the six for phantom. I think it was the ace, right, Ramon? Yeah. It's a sigma squadron ace for the planet slot. So that's four phantoms with three copies of Juke. So, Hello. it cannot be made anymore. Yep. 
the quad phantom has been yeah it's basically made. been undone mm-hmm. because it's total of 14 points increase for the whole list so wow. but technically you could still run quad phantoms just not with juke so a different pass like maybe yeah but the thing is the thing that makes the quad phantom list unique is the fact that you get hit by multiple shots of juke and by that when that happens by the time you get to your second or third receiving shot you're already taking in a lot more damage than you usually expect so True. that's one of the strengths of one of the strengths of the quad phantom list, aside from other factors which make it a pretty solid and efficient list True, I agree with that as well. However, I think people are still gonna try and play with them. That's just my opinion because, I mean, their power also lies in their um, cloaking slash maneuverability at start. So, if some expert player plays with them, I think they could still see some use. Phantoms, they don't have native target locks, right? Do they? Mm, not sure. No. I could double check real quick. Mm. Because you should. Because that's the issue with the phantoms, like the interceptors. They don't have pretty much in the way of modifying their shots. If I remember correctly. So and the uh, juke helps a lot in that regard. So aside from the phantom itself. Juke also increased in price by two points. It's now seven points apiece. That's not just... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, two points. Yeah, very expensive. Um, yeah, but to safeguard, I guess, against the Phantoms. Mm. So, but some of the other um, less used... Imperial ship got some love, so we saw high advanced V1 reduce some points, and high uh, aggressor <laughs> and the Thai defender, Alf's favorite, and the decimator, of course. Thai aggressor, woohoo! Maybe we'll be seeing uh, quad aggressors soon. Maybe in uh, in three years. <laughs> no, X wing 3.0. In 3.0, yes. Well, well, they create an auto auto turrets or something. <laughs> but Raf, Raf, if you're hearing us, the defenders became cheaper. So maybe we'll see more of that defenders. Yep. I I think I'm, I think that we'll be seeing more of the decimator. I think that's a good. Uh, uh, buff that they did. They added in an, another crew slot, so they have three crew slots now. Wow, three crew slots, so you can fit in Palpatine and a coffee maker. Yeah, whoever and don't and some of their good crew also got some reductions, like Admiral Sloan, Agent Callus, Sienna Sienna Ree, if I'm reading that right, it and Michael Burnham. Yes. So yeah, I definitely I think we're gonna see a lot more decimators coming out soon. Okay. So there was a question about uh, Thai strikers, right? 
because the non-name Thai strikers suck. So what was their reply? Huh, Thai strikers. What did they say so, regarding the Thai strikers? They were untouched, no? No adjustment whatsoever. So countdown pure Sabak and Duchess is still uh, at their original points. Why well, we don't see them often, so... It says the non-named one, so it means the generics. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, I think there was mentioned that uh, they looked at uh, six, six striker squads. Can you fit six? No, you can't. But you can fit five. But you can fit five. Yes. With uh, ten points. Despair. Despair. So that means you could probably fit in a few seismic charges, three three bodies or two proton bombs. Yeah, I I don't understand why tie strike tie strikers are bad. I think they're pretty good for what so they too. do. Yeah, that's, I think so that's too. really. I don't think it's a question that made sense. I think strikers are more or less. They could probably become. Point. They can get lower points, probably, but they're in a pretty good spot, as it is. There are no time interceptors. They ailerons take some time to get used to, but overall, they're pretty much at a good spot, especially the named TIE Strikers. Okay, so I think we better move along to yep. SCUM. So I think uh, for SCUM, mostly, we only got a reduction of only one major ship, Drea, Renthal, and the Y-Wing. Reduction or increase? Sorry, uh, addition, uh, a nerf. So that's an additional seven points for Drea, Renthal. But mostly everyone else got a uh, reduction in points. So the uh, aggr- the IGs got reductions, the fire class, patrol craft. Everyone got reductions there. Jump masters as well, and they added the gunner slot. Mm-hmm. Gunner so, slot. Yeah. That's and what? For the Kiraz, they lost. They changed out the mod for a second illicit. But looks like there's some uh, form of pennant there for Boba Fett. So they reduced the uh, Boba's point loss by one. Yes, even if Boba is still, I think, the. Fire cl- uh, the, the fire class ship to use, right? And so, I'm curious to see if this will bring jump masters back into relevancy. And we have some reductions like for the lancer class as well. It seems like Ketsu Onyo is the only one that stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Fangfighters, any change? Nope. I, yeah, I think, think the fighters are in a pretty good place right now. Yeah, they're... they don't need any point reductions. Agree. And let's see, the Houndstooth got reductions as well. Um, Lots Razi got one. Then, oh, the Shadowcaster title for. Wow, it's the... three points. Oh, it's nice. So, they're definitely pushing on the Lancer class, right? Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll see more of those in the upcoming meta. Okay, so let's move on to separatist. 
Ah, so short this list. <laughs> I like it. Well, basically, um, I was talking to uh, Ron uh, Borja earlier about the separatists, and the basic summary of the whole faction is that it buffed squads that want to fly in swarms. It basically just nerfed the infiltrator, both the the mall Dooku dual ship list, but everything else got a significant discount. I see. If so you like, notice, oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. So, like, I noticed how the vulture class droids all got um, point reductions, but their energy shell charges got an increase. An increase. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most specific one that we can probably uh, check out in terms of reduction is the Solus One title, which is at minus four. It's now mm-hmm. a six points, and well, impervium plating is the same. Is it here? There we go. It's now at four points. So you could probably fit these in a swarm with your Thief and Outros. It's quite interesting that the Belbolabs did did not get any kind of um, point increase, but they actually got decrease, especially for General Grievous. But you could probably fit the Solus one and the impervium plating on the Thief and Outro, maybe even two of them, yes. and that would fit in a swarm. Uh, what's I'd... that upgrade card that uh, lets you keep your focus tokens? What happened to him? Uh, that's oh, it, uh, tactical relay. And that's that's, the, that's Kraken. Oh, it's, right. it's the same Kraken. Kraken. It's still Kraken to the same points. Same points? Yes. So powerful, but same points. Where's the justice in that? I think they're really pushing the swarms for this, yeah. the separatists. Yes, so so it... anything that works for swarms stayed points or got a decrease. Mm-hmm. But anything that, for example, buffed the two Sith infiltrator list, like uh, Maul and Dooku themselves got two points. Uh, hate now scales with, well, we're going to go to that later, but it scales with the base size. And if you notice the, how to say this, um, well, Palpatine stayed the same. But most, oh, Proton Torpedoes basically got a one point increase because uh, there's a specific list that, uh, two Sith infiltrator list that uses two copies of Proton Torpedoes. Yes. Um, Have you tried so, going against the two infiltrator lists? Sorry, which who are you? Uh, uh, no, the mole, really. mole and Duku list. Have you um, uh, gone against that list, that particular list? It's quite hard to play against. It's like you're under stress. It's like they can do so many things to you. And you have to really think hard how to fight against them. They're leaning towards a negative play experience, actually. So probably that's why the reason for the nerf. Yep. So, and why encouraging swarm play. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what if the swarm is the negative experience for me? I mean, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, think about that, it. It's uh, just, uh, the swarm robot? is just the bigger, the yeah. bigger brother of the rebel beef thing. <laughs> Oh god, all those energy shell charges aiming at me. No. Why? What happened? <laughs> what happened? HP, no range Raymond. bonuses. Yeah. Sh- but, uh, us. What happened? It nah, will uh, lessen the pain. But yeah, definitely this is the swarm is uh they're really pushing the swarms and oh by the way, did you guys check out the electron electro proton bomb char- uh, cost? 
It's at 14 points. 14 points? Yes. So, the most expensive bomb to date? Yes. But, let's face it, it is pretty powerful. Do you think LC play? So I mean, for, this, this is, for, is, is this exclusive to, um, to the Separatist? No, no, it's not. It's, not. it's exclusive in terms of uh, where you can get it, but it's, it's, it's a generic device. So any faction can use it as long as they have the requirements for it. Yeah, so you guys think that this bomb will see play? I'm not sure. I, I, I personally can't see a way to employ it yet. Uh, but also the fact that it's not my playstyle. But I think it's it's going to be something that uh, re- relies on a very specific game plan. It's not something that you can just put in a list and then drop anytime you want. You have to have a specific situation where you want to drop it and how you're going to be dropping it, considering its mechanics. It's the one with the range 2 effectivity, right? Yes. So if you uh, can imagine a circle... Almost a foot in diameter. That's quite big, no? Yeah, it'll take at least some ships at least two turns to get out of The affected place. area. Yes. Yep. Mm. But don't forget, it also deploys in two turns. I mean, explodes in two turns. So. Yes. But I can, I can imagine that uh, it's, it's exciting and fun to see on the board. Yeah. Definitely, when you see someone deployed, everyone's, all the ships will be going dead. Not four. Yes. Like uh, seeing, a, seeing a flying EPs. Every, everyone run. Okay, so um, yeah, let's move on to the Republic. Ron, you must be so happy. Republic? What happened to the Republic? <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. What? I didn't I didn't notice that Obi-Wan decreased by 6 points? 7. 7. No. 6. 6. 6. Uh, 6. It was, uh, six. It was so cool Okay. That seven. So and so Anakin's two point increase, that's nothing. That because is nothing. Obi Wan had a six point decrease. So yeah. essentially if you're playing Anakin and Obi Wan, so no impact. But yes. also don't forget the Delta Seven B also got increased. That's but you can guys, you can you can actually put Delta Seven B on Anakin. And then CLT on both Obi Wan and Plo Koon and run them together with a nine point bid. Yeah, but CLT sucks. At least from my point of view. But it's well, gotten so much cheaper at, now. Yeah, you're at initiative five and then you're paying four points for it. Five yeah. points? Four points. Four points? You're be, yeah. You're initiative five and you're paying four points for it. And then you have I, a nine point bid. When I when I play it, I can't recall ever using it more than once per game so it's like paying five points for something that you can use more often maybe it's not for your play style run. yeah maybe it's not for my uh style of play mm-hmm. so what happened to the delta 7 so it's a uh, variable cost depending on what it's still a variable cost but it got two points increase across every level ah okay so, so, so for Anakin is around four points more expensive now, which is I think still pretty good for you. Right? Still pretty good. Still pretty good. I looked at my old list, the one where I played Anakin, Mace, and Luminara. So from uh, a little bit under two hundred, it now costed two hundred three points. 
So that means goodbye to my beloved heightened perception if I still want to play that later. No, just uh, change one of them into CLT. <laughs> no, I think uh, uh, Delta 7. Delta yeah. 7 is still uh, the, but, the configuration to get. So one thing I found out is that with the new costings for the Calibrate CLT, you could take five Jedi Knights with CLT. Mm-hmm. Yes. Five Jedi Knights with CLT. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, yeah, if you can't get a shot in your bullseye, then I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> five Jedi Knights, so that's what? 1,100 times. That's expensive. More expensive than the Delta 7B. So, no. <laughs> how about the N1? Oh, so the N1 came out, and it's costed mm, pretty much the same as like the Delta Seven, right? Ah, there's there's there are costs for the oh okay, they're costed uh similar to the Jedi. Yeah. And in forty one, Rick Ole. Ole or Oli? How do you pronounce his name? I don't. I'm not sure, but interestingly enough, we have Anakin here, the first Force user. To have an EPT. Mm. So, uh, Anakin can do free battle rolls, right? Yes. So maybe Daredevil, the one trick that... Shot. Oh, no, that's for the boost. Trick shot. You put trick shot on him. Trick shot. Because you <laughs> so go in front of a rock, then shoot through it, and then next turn, battle roll. Basically, advance sensor off it, but still get an action afterwards. And you get to shout... That's a nice trick. Yes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so Okay, yeah. so let's move on to the resistance. Oh wait, wait, wait. No other All significant right. changes to the Republic. Adball uh, oh, now costing fifty two points only. Wow, I'm yes. going to use that. Adball yes. at fifty two in an arc. <laughs> He's going okay, to so dominate. The name the clones I mean. all got reductions. Yeah, the V nineteens too. Oh. Oh man, 35-point oddball in a V19 looks interesting. Yeah, but what really caught my eye was... I'm not sure if it's under the Republic, but dedicated now only cost... What? One point? Oh my god. Really? It's still the same. Same. So fake no, news. No, they didn't change. Fake didn't news. Change. I saw something where we're in the dedicated talent now only cost one point. So I, I'm a victim no. of fake news. Boo. Boo. No, what what's interesting though is they didn't they well they, they they subtracted a point from the blue squadron protector, but at twenty eight points you're still paying thirty one for dedicated carrier. That's still pretty expensive. Um, ah, okay. So they reduced from the blue squadron protector. But yeah. It's only one point. Well, if it was twenty seven and then you get them for thirty because thirty one the extra one point if you're gonna be taking multiple might be pushing out a little, uh, some possible um either primary wingmen. Uh, from the list, so I'd prefer if they just closed it at 27 and then had the three points to close it off at 30 with dedicated. Mm-hmm. I have one serious theory Chancellor Pal- Palpatine, 14 mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it a coincidence or is the what's that bomb again? Electroplated Electro Proton Bomb. Electro Proton. Generic yeah. bomb. Mm. I think that's Palpatine inside a can. 
<laughs> so, uh, waiting to explode yeah. in two turns. So, similar cost, 14 points. Yeah. yeah. I'll in a can. I'm calling it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll call your bet. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll ask that in the next FFG live run. Yeah. Uh, it's the Electro Proton Bomb. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, so two turns to get on. out. Okay. We have the resistance. The resistance. Uh, okay. Interesting. Okay. What do you so, uh, interesting point changes, interesting decreases for the Star Fortress and the low initiative X Wings. So, for example, it's interesting to see J. Chris Tubbs now at 49 points. Because, in fairness, I think he, uh, ships like him might jive well with uh, the new resistance transport. Uh, but, in general, the biggest point decrease uh, the point decrease was with Ray at seven points considering that we're getting Leia crew at 19 Ooh. points because Ray with heightened perception and Leia crew is at now at 95 points which is actually pretty wow. decent because people were usually running her at around that point price anyway naked uh, so naked now having Ray. her at, yeah naked almost naked Ray so now it's 95 points for Ray with Leia and Heightened Perception with three force, it's actually a pretty decent build that I'm that we're looking into. I'm hoping to test that soon. Um, and basically, there's the the YT-1300 pilots in general, minus five for Han Solo, minus four. The bombers all got a minus two across the board, but I think them not being played isn't necessarily because of uh, them being bad. While it is challenging to fill up their slots and then not overbloat them with points that can get shot down in a couple of rounds, one to two, three rounds max. Um, I think it's also a scarcity of the model itself. Uh, it, the uh, Trying to look for a resistance bomber isn't particularly easy. Even I had uh, personally a hard time looking for one until Royal actually referred me to a seller. So thank you for that, Ron. And sure. now I'm going to talk about the only point increases in the faction which has been focused on the A-Wings. Uh, my favorite ship, unfortunately, they incurred some, well, I would have to say they're pretty deserved uh, point increases. Uh, I actually have no problems with the point increases uh, across all the ships in the Resistance A-Wings. Uh, for example, the Green Squadron Expert is now at 35 points, Blue Squad is from 32 to 33. Um, I think those are related to the five A uh, five A wing lists that have proliferated, and there have been a lot of variations with optics. Uh, yes, with the optics and everything. But from what I'm seeing, um, one of the more successful archetypes actually were five A wings, a mix of generics and named A wings. And I think it's more about filling out those spaces because when I was punching this in. Uh, when I was punching in the generics in, just the generics still quite fit at around five each. Talis and Lintra gains an extra one point because she's a pretty efficient initiative five ace. Uh, and it's not bad, I'll still take her if uh, there's a spot for her in my squad in terms of what she does. Like this initiative five support ace it provides um, a bonus green die from time to time. But you take her for initiative five. And then lastly, Lulo. People are saying Lulo is dead, poor Lulo, <laughs> or whatever. But actually, at 43 points, Lulo is just like a named striker. He's just as, still just as good as, uh, for me, still just as good as Duchess, Spears Abak, as uh, Countdown. And 
for for me personally, if Lulo goes beyond forty five points, that's when I'll, I'd be crying uh, murder. This is forty three points. It's all right. It just mm-hmm. limits a little bit of my builds, but Lulo still works, and I can still put him in the same lists that I play. It's just uh, homicide right now, not not yet murder. Uh, yeah. More like natagis lang siya. More like um, how do you say this? Uh, ano, More like uh, getting serious physical or... injuries lang. No, <laughs> well, it could yeah, we could downgrade to that. But so, I'm really yeah. excited, eh? So the 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 bombers, another two point discount. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, considering the bombers again. But considering that trajectory sim is still at ten points, you still have to choose between gunboat builds and bomb builds. Aside from that, because uh, we have a relatively decent uh, squad before the points change, right? And now they gave they gave a, they gave us practically two points uh, uh, that you can use. So two point discount from the bomber that you can use somewhere else. Granted, Lulu Lampar got a five point increase, but if you are not going to use Lulu, how about the T seventies? Oh, also point reductions. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, oh. As I mentioned, and I think um, I am not even actually looking at the bomber because the transports, the new resistance transports, are more interesting, mm. especially with how they interact. Um, for example, looking at Kova Nell, and then looking at uh, crew members like Corsella and um, Larma DIC. Apparently, and with a pattern analyzer, these things can basically do uh, double actions whenever they do reds, and then if they're if they're uh, Nodin Chavri, the lowest initiative named pilot, they can actually do three. If I'm reading the, if I'm reading it correctly, because from my understanding, basically these transports can just take a red, take a pattern analyzer action, then thanks to Larma Daisy, they get to take a an extra action that's either reinforce a, a jam or a coordinate. And then if you're Nodin Chavri, once you coordinate, you can also take another action. Based mm. on your action bar, so it's three actions for noting. So it's it's an interesting space. I think um, if ever I'm going to be looking at the lower initiative X wings, I'll probably be looking more with the transports, especially with uh, crew like P. Uh, sorry, that GA ninety seven, the one with the it's the resistance feature. What does that do? Oh, that's basically you know keeping. A specific ship in reserve that comes in a certain number of turns ah, it's like what's that again it's the cavalry yes the cavalry has arrived it's but the, this the time third. it's the resistance yes oh. yeah, so, yeah i was actually about... thinking did anyone in the movie actually say that it's the resistance it's like the sure. droid, right? Like uh, when uh, this this was in the Force Awakens, if I remember correctly, Han Solo went to that place where they saw uh, what's her name? Oh, I'm oh, getting Maz uh, Kanata in yeah. Akadana. And then uh, there were two sort of informers, right? The the droid and the the lady with the fat guy. So mm. one of them uh, called the First Order. The other one mentioned it's the Resistance or something like that. Okay. If memory serves me right. It could well yes. be there. and probably double check. Yeah. Well, hopefully everyone else also gets their resistant transport soon. Fingers crossed. Yep. So we can all try out these sneak tricks. 
Although, technically, I'm not sure if we're following the strict um, application of these points because they, sh they should take into effect officially on the 11th, if I'm not mistaken, or 12th. Yes, on the July 11th. Yeah. July 11th. But yep. you can already play test, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, play testing them with the points here is fine. Mm. So you're seeing uh, Ramon resistance transport with X-Wings, the 70 X-Wings? Uh, yeah, the 70s, probably even Ray or like a YT-1300 and mm. probably another small ship. Like, like for example, I'm looking at J. Chris Stubbs because these things love messing around with stress. And um, J. Chris Stubbs is basically Cash and Andor that has to be in range 0 to 1 and 0 to 2. As How long about as the pod? Being... How about the transport pod? What, what use do you think it will have? Right now, the only thing that I can see that's unique about the pod is one, it's cheap. Two, it's got jam. How many uh, crew can it carry? It only carry one. Uh, only one. Yeah, right. though I can see some use in it when being some sort of like a, a bait ship. Like, mm. for example, with V Moradi, his ability is to... Um, uh, that ship that he puts a condition on, so that ship is always face up. Its dial is face up and it cannot modify or, ah, or the one dice. where you have a uh, Intel juicy Intel. Yeah, yes, so, range zero to three, which is pretty nice. Yeah, so it's pretty powerful, right? I mean, mm. you just tag that on the ace of your opponent, then have have Vimoradi keep keep somewhere hidden or something. Yeah, or bully bully the ace basically, but hey, trying to kill me, but you know, set the traps. Yeah, or maybe uh. General Leia. Oh, he, she, she can she can there. ride on the pod ah, because Leia takes up two two slots. slots. Yes. Mm. Um. Actually, what's interesting in the ships is Finn. Uh, when you think about it, Finn has a potential to be a powerhouse in such a small package. Finn the pilot. Yes. Because Finn can add an extra die, a blank die, similar to his old ability, similar to his crew ability. But he's not restricted to like his front arc anymore. He just can he can just add it, or he can take a strain token, and he gets uh, how do you say this? He gets uh, to add the focus result, which is pretty Instead. nice. Yes, and when you look at him, he's at twenty nine points, so that's a pretty nice filler pointage. So you can add, you can stop that, right? I mean, you get one strain on the attack and another on the defense, and then die. <laughs> but at least oh, the once per opportunity rule also prevents Finn from dying from multiple strain tokens mm. <laughs> and you only get minus one right minus one agility even if you have uh, tons of strain tokens yes isn't it like the, the tractored tractored condition yes it is even though you have uh, multiple tractor tokens you only get minus one yes the only thing that stops, uh, the only thing that's negative about multiple tokens of that kind, or uh, is the fact that it takes you a lot more blue maneuvers or a lot more times of getting shot just to remove the strain tokens. Mm. Ah, because uh, don't you remove everything when no, you were you remove, you, when you're shot at? Uh, you remove only the first one time you're shot. All? You remove one. Uh, the first time you're shot, you're removed. It's removed. So I'll have to look into if it removes all. Mm -hmm. But if you have everything at the end, at the end phase, and then the next, you start the next turn, when you do a blue maneuver, you only remove one. Mm, okay. So I'll have to double check the other scenario that you're mentioning. All right. 
Okay, so let's move on to the first order. So the first order now, um, since we only have a few limited ships, so so they still uh, don't like the Upsilon class shuttle. Still, yeah. Hitting. So this uh, segment is dedicated to all the first order pilots out there, uh. particularly <laughs> Luigi. I think only Luigi pilots first order. Uh, at least in tournaments, yes. He, uh, he's the only one who's piloted first order so far. Oh. And also, knows, PC, I Ian, think, right? Ian, Ian, Ian's played the... played a few games in league with first ah, order. Okay. So we see the Thai FO getting reductions mostly. Discount. Yeah, and Thais. Almost but, across the board. Yeah, except for quick draw. Oh. And everyone but Kylo Ren <laughs> got <laughs> a discount. Yeah. Everyone but Kylo Ren. Yep. Sixty-three point blackout. Hmm. I think I'm probably thinking about a good sixty-three point blackout list. I don't know. What point is it really enough to make? Uh, you know. Blackout make... is his ability is quite nice, right? Like, oh, uh, yeah. if his attack is obstructed, you get minus two at defense die, something like that. Yes. If I remember correctly. That is true. Oh, that's something that uh, is waiting to be exploited. Yeah, the, unfortunately, the only thing keeping these guys back, especially like Blackout, is the fact that they don't have a sensor slot, so they can't equip advanced sensors and then barrel roll out of the way of obstacles. Only Kylo Ren has a sensor slot? Uh, only Kylo Ren can, can pre-maneuver uh, Courtesy of Supernatural. Yes. Ah, okay. Yes, so speaking of um, going back to the shuttle here, we have the General Hux actually getting a reduction, which would actually, I think if he was on the shuttle, it would make up for the uh, additional Plus. points. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. you could put like more TIE Fighters, right? Because uh, Hux's ability works on generics, right? Mm. Oh, uh, in general, just coordinating up to two additional ships. It doesn't matter if they're generics or not. Oh, so yeah, so... Actually, that makes, makes him actually more useful. So you have two points more. Yay. Yeah, Maybe no... uh, one-eighth of a TIE fighter you can add. <laughs> yeah, I think... Do you think this can fit swarms? Do you think the new point edges can fit swarms? Uh, define swarm. If it's like a four-ship swarm... A first-order oh, um, swarm? A little bit above mini swarms, so around six, seven, eight. No, I don't think so. For the Epsilon Squadron Cadet or the Zeta Squadron Pilot. No, I don't see it going above 5. Right? 6 probably, but that's pushing it. Yeah, that's... 6 uh, times 26. And well, that's, you can uh, maximize the number, but uh, whether you're going to win or lose is another question. Yeah. Although I think I can see some potential here for Hawks uh, and then having like... Uh, generic silencers on the board getting double coordinates for each of those silencers Interesting. Uh, but so that in... would be around uh, so you probably fit 2.5 if I'm not yeah 2 just 2 silencers and then maybe add in another quick draw or something or sorry not quick draw someone more cheaper <laughs> than him but Captain yeah some... Pasma. What do you think of her? Uh, no change. Uh, I think she's 
pretty okay, I guess, if on uh, Upsilon, at least, if the one that... Which one's the one that get, likes getting shot at, Sanison? Tabson? Tabson. Tabson. Yeah. Tabson, the masterpiece. Yeah. That looks uh, like 50 yeah. shades of Tabson. <laughs> yeah, me. but right now, Hux is so good at six points, I think. Yeah. Hux? Yeah. Mm. Uh, personally, I don't like the limitation that every ship has to perform the same action. Because if they're doing, uh, how to say this, repositions, it's going to be a problem. But if they're always going to be doing focuses, why not? Yeah, I mean, every, they, they could do that on their own turn, but everyone's doing the focus first, <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. But, it's yeah. the same with ba- pre, uh, battle meditation, right, for the Republic. You have to do the same action. Yeah. So the the difference is that. Fair. Oh, sorry. The difference is that uh, how do you say this? Yung the battle meditation actions are not treated as red. So when you coordinate using hux, hux, you stress out the ships that you're coordinating. So hux either has to be coordinating first, and then the ships take a blue maneuver next turn, which the only good blue maneuver dials the first order has are well, generally no, no, the well, the silencer. One thing I'm surprised they didn't do. Uh, there was a big rumor uh, going around before the uh, the official announcement. They said they're going to half the points on Supreme Leader Snoke. So uh, mm. just just Ooh. to be true to theme, you know, half points. <laughs> well, <laughs> sadly, that was a ninja joke. <laughs> slow, uh, slow, ninja uh, joke over there. Uh, well, thirteen points is have to div- is so hard to divide by two. So I guess uh, they're still uh, trying to figure out how. To I, I assume that uh, setting up the fact, uh, setting up the scene in the throne room was pretty hard to do as well for Kylo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe this is a spoiler. Maybe Supreme Snoke will come back in one piece. So that's why they didn't have the points. Huh? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Well, well, his visibility is pretty disgusting. So I I wouldn't want to see this at seven or six points on a, any kind of first order ship. Okay, so uh, yeah, but, uh, let's Take move up. on to generics really quick. So one thing I'd like to point out, which I hate, is a tactical officer getting a four point increase to six points. Yeah, it's surprising. Not... Yeah. Maybe two points would have been okay, but four is just, yeah. You're definitely not going to get him anymore. <laughs> Who? Tactical ta- officer? Tactical lo- tac officer, yeah. Uh-huh. Basically, the tac officer Leia Organa combo is now 12 points rather than a whopping four points previously. Which I think is alright, because now you can still fit both of them, but it's, it takes up a significant chunk of your points. Whether you're running beef or something else, if you want to go for the tac officer Leia Organa combo. Leia. Yep. Uh, yeah, the Ewing who would carry attack officer and Leia. Yep. Uh, so okay. now can't huh. do either. <laughs> well, it can, but it, it's it's gonna be like the bedrock of your list if you plan to do that. Yeah, with the cheapest with the cheapest Ewing, uh, it'll cost automatically around plus twelve points, forty three, uh, fifty five points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, slightly above quarter. Uh, something to really work around with. So yeah. we'll probably see some squads are gonna be centering around that. And the season navigator became a variable now too. Yay! That's interesting. I like that. Eight points on initiative six. 
Did anyone ever use him though? I I don't recall seeing anyone use him. Uh, I, I I used him uh, with hand resistance hand. The one where uh, where where uh, hand starts anywhere on the board. So it's a nice trick. Wait for the opponent to move, then you can change your dial. Yeah. Well, not anymore, apparently. I can, but it's just gonna cost you eight points. Yeah, I think eight points is fair. Usually, uh, anything that wants to take season navigators at I six and wants to take a bid to ensure yeah. that they can use season navigator. So eight points is a nice price point because you can usually, if you're taking the bids, if you're fly, you're gonna be flying low number of ships. So you've got sub one eighty, sub one ninety, start uh, final price points until you punch in the season navigator. So it makes you think about really taking eight points. So eight points, so you can either get perceptive co-pilot, which makes you sturdier if you're uh, something because you get double focuses. So yeah, I think eight points for season nav is a pretty good price point. But what triggered the uh, season nav change? Was there any meta? defining squad out there that uh, used this? Probably uh, Handbrake Han. Mm. Because... Well, uh, yeah, but yeah. Handbrake Han never used Season Navigator, though. Yeah, Handbrake but, Han uh, used a yeah. similar mechanic. And he's because... a good uh, alternative to Jan... Uh, what's that? To, to the dampeners itself, right? Instead yeah. of breaking, yeah. he just changes his uh, direction. Especially now that he can't use the dampeners, maybe this is to protect that list from using Season Navigator instead. In some ways, yes. I believe that to be mm. so a good, portion of it. Good foresight, no? But, That's but, heightened yeah. perception on uh, the part of FFG. <laughs> yeah. And uh, R2 Astromech also changed to a uh, variable. This is Sorry. the, this is the uh, how do you say this? The this, region is the fault, this is the fault of all Jedi players who play Delta 7B with R2 Astromech. I'm looking at you, Yep. Man. <laughs> so this is another addition to your list, Ron. That's too much, huh? Uh, after increasing Delta 7B, now they're touching my bot? Yeah. It's too so, much. So based on agility, right? Huh? They're, they're not. Yeah, it's based on agility. So it's the base 3, so it's automatically 6 points on the Jedi. Mm -hmm. All Jedi. Six points. Where, whereas before it was 4, four. points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. um, speaking of the R2 Astromex, I just want to point out one ship that got hurt by this change. It's Corran Horn. Corran Horn was never in a good place already in the previous, uh, in, the, in the past, even in the recent past. But um, Corran Horn builds that focused on some region were pretty decent, at least. And now Corran Horn had. Um, a lot of stuff increase in pointage and he just makes him more expensive and he's still dead in the water up until now. Yeah. Poor Corrin. Yeah. Well, hopefully in the next one we'll see. And we see that hate also changed to a variable based on size of the ship. So I yeah. think this is just in response to Dooku and Maul. Yes. Mm, yeah. I hate that duo. Yeah, because they both carry hate. But when you think about it, actually, that proton torpedo carrying duo can still be on the table both with hate. They just need to bring plasma torpedoes now. At <laughs> least with the plasma torpedo, the second plasma doesn't hurt as much because by the time, probably, you no longer have shields. 
Yeah, but it's still disgustingly annoying when you think about how to deal with those two. <laughs> Speaking of which, how do you deal with those two? Um, maybe that's a discussion that we can have for another specific episode, like crazy, yeah. how to fight against crazy lists thing. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yes, our next episode we can discuss our worst, uh, our most feared lists. Mm. All right, heads up, mine's just a swarm. I hate the swarm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, moving on to the force powers. So, speaking uh, of force power, didn't you notice Rebel Beef? The components, all of them increased by four. So it's like uh, FFG using the force on the Rebel Beef. <laughs> oh man, it was a ninja joke again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I-, I was looking for content what on. And <laughs> the FFG executive. Use the force. Ah, <laughs> then the light bulb appeared. Okay, everything across the board plus four. There you have it. Thinking scrub. You, you heard it here first. Okay, right. We're setting the wrong example here. We don't think that way. <laughs> I'll call you huh? veteran. <laughs> oh, during the next uh, FFG uh, Twitch, you ask that. Is it true that uh, you use the force? Oh God, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the Palpatine Inakan question. All right, moving on, moving on. We're on okay. a strict timeline here, guys. Come yes. on. So, um, some force powers got reduced. Not sure if they saw relevant meta play, but. Which force powers? Uh, instinctive, uh, predictive shot, and aim? sense. They reduced. They're really selling it hard, huh? those lucky force powers. Ah, no, instinctive aim. That's the one where you, uh, instead of uh, using a target, you can use focus. Yeah, it's force dead eye. Mm-hmm. Mm, not sure if, I don't know. Since the torpedoes are still pretty expensive, um, not sure. Who are the force users who take torpedoes? Kylo? Um, Luke. Uh, Luke. That's about it. But the thing about the the thing about these guys is they usually have three force or regenerating force. So when you think about it, instinctive aim isn't really that useful because it takes up points and it's a mechanic that uses up your force when you can just take a target lock and then adjust your mods accordingly with your own force. So uh, even at one point it's not Mm, we'll see. Okay, so the veteran turret gunner increased by two points. Uh, this hurts so bad. This is similar to its old point cost, right? It was eight points before. Down, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It, it was, was eight, then eight reduced, points. then got up again. So what squad is hurt by this point change? Ah, uh, uh, ghost squads. Uh, y wing squads. Y wing squads. The lock. The lock remnants. Yeah, Revenant squads. Ah, oh, it's the fault of Drea and her. Well, yep. uh, I Skirks. think it's just more related to the. Aside from the Lock Revenants, there's also the the five, the four Y wing Ion, the four Yons. So mm. uh, maybe it's just trying to edge out that negative play experience. Well, I, mean, I don't. I, I I've never seen a list that it was that effective using that list. But okay, ironically. The, in the last points change, they were saying that they wanted to encourage turret use. 
and so and that's why they reduced these uh, that veteran turret gunner and the turrets last time, right? So and now, now they're, they're just discouraging turrets. Now they're bringing it back. <laughs> so yeah, like, because they didn't go on the on the ships with turrets that they wanted, like the Falcon or the Resistance Falcon or even Dash. <laughs> so Raymond, in the final product, you'll be show. Uh, this is what they'll see in YouTube, the Excel yeah. spreadsheet. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> then, so, okay, let's just try to get through this really quick. Uh, inertial dampeners went up really so, high. <laughs> just uh, very shocking. Um, although, I'm, I'm only familiar with Handbrake Hand, of course, who used this, but who else really used this? Um, sometimes the U-Wings use it if they don't, they're not carrying Leia. Uh, a couple of well, you could actually use it on the, the Shadowcaster. The Shadowcaster used to use it in 1.0 just to shock someone to see, Hi guys, I suddenly didn't move. Right, right. And changing yeah. it to variable based on initiative, I guess that's alright. The YT-1300 lost uh, its uh, illicit slot also, right? Yes, yes, yes it did. Mm. Interesting enough, what did that... It did actually gain an extra mod slot, as pointed out by Ralph Borja earlier. It gained mm. a mod slot just for Han, specifically. For Han only? Yeah. Also, oh, that's uh, Han and Chewie doing some modifications. Let me double check. Yes, only Han gets... Oh no, they all get the extra mod slot. Mm. Now, what would you put in that slot? Put in two hull upgrades then. <laughs> uh, but you can put in the same type all of upgrade. Right, yeah, they're all limited now. I forgot. Yeah. So one engine, shield, one shield, and, and one hull upgrade. upgrade. I'd put an engine upgrade and a shield upgrade. But I'd, sometimes I'd probably leave it empty, maybe. Or, or, what's that? Angled deflectors. You can't take it. Can? Yeah, they're not for big base. They're only uh, for small uh, smaller medium. So for Arc 170s only. Okay, so moving down to uh, what's more interesting here to see? Swarm Tactics. Oh my god, Swarm Tactics. This is crazy. It be also became variable based on initiative, but it only really affects starting initiative 5 and mm. 6. I think it's alright. Uh... Because, you know, the idea be behind Swarm Tactics tactics is to put it on a high initiative ship in the first place mm -hmm. I, I think it's more like if i want my ships to fire at the same time because i, I want to change specific shots so the being able to fire from a higher initiative is just a bonus there are probably cases wherein you want specific effects to happen alongside the rest of your other ships Though, the question is, is investing three points in such a talent worth it usually? But there is that possibility. So I think um, the increasing point cost when you see hit initiative five and six is actually all right because it means it keeps it keeps swarms uh, particularly still low initiative and manageable while still giving them the tool to be able to race and, sh and fire at a higher initiative. Yeah, I guess it's okay. Yeah. Then, um, as, okay. So as mentioned, the turrets went up. Proton torpedoes went up again. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Ah, yeah. Guys, the sensors are so awesome at three points. Three points only. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the things that caught, one of the things that caught my eye uh, as soon as I saw the points changes. Three points for passive sensors just feels so dirty. Okay, but well, it, is meant to be, it is meant to be put on low initiative ships, right? So, I, you could, I understand why you yeah, it's not variable. That's that's the crazy thing about it too. Um, you know, because the thing is, you can also put it on high initiative ships who might get outbid because they won't care about the bid. They just have to put themselves in position, and then when they engage, since they're engaging first, they can take the target lock. Okay, Ooh. what does it do again for our listeners? Oh, uh, so oh well, basically you spend the charge during your action step, and then okay. when you engage, you get to choose between taking a lock action or a calculate. Or a calculate. Yes. All right. So that means there's already perfect board information, and you only get to choose what to lock. And you also, yeah. So the calculate is also a consolation prize, just in case you do in case not you get the calculate. lock. Yeah. Unless you're a ship who also uses something like C3PO that gives you double calculates, because so oh, those yeah, things work with it. So you could also carry R3 Astromech and then lock two ships that are already within engagement range. It's crazy. You could, oh yeah, that's since that's cool. Since their actions, you could also trigger specific abilities like Poe. Well, Poe doesn't have the slot, but Vader. Vader's ability to trigger a chain of actions. For example, you could oh. do a battle roll during the engagement phase after doing your lockout. Mm. So, so here's an interesting thing. You could uh, put passive sensors on. Let's see. Hera. Put it on Hera. Hera. Yeah. The ghost. It, yeah. Put. Put it on Hera, put Composure on Hera, put a shitty beat 85 on Hera, do your coordinate, uh, don't have any other friendly ships nearby, fail your coordinate, take a focus, move into range 1, uh, adjust accordingly using your ability, and then take a lock action if you're gunning after an ace using passive sensors. Wait, uh, although, in that scenario, oh. although in that scenario, Mon, uh-huh. uh, you could just do the first part and just since Hera would have the ability to move around uh, then just target lock as your normal action right or I, how the, would you, it how depends would you if you're going up against aces the thing about it is my big problem with Hera is if you're fighting against something initiative 6 um, her ability suddenly becomes dead weight but with passive sensors you can bully lower initiative ships but still have a fighting chance on pushing a double modded shot on an initiative 6 ship Hmm, interesting. So yeah, it's a direction that I'm looking at. But it's also great on the lower initiative uh, VCX 100s because that means they can get locks. And then if you can just find some way to give them double mods some other way, then that'd be great. <laughs> right, yes. The U-Wings, does the U-Wings uh, still have sensors or no more? Yes, they do. They do? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So okay, so I guess that's it for all the points. Interesting, uh, brewing times ahead. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So some speculation that we received based on the live stream. So the next uh, news update for FFG will be at Gen Con. We'll probably it's been said that we'll be hearing the revelation of Wave Six there. The, some updates about card packs and maybe some talk of epic 
Hmm. So Any speculation think, on Wave 6? What do you think uh, would uh, Wave 6 uh, include? I bet it would include that, that new interceptor, that red one in the trailer. Rise yeah, of definitely. Skywalker, def I would also... I don't know. I didn't see any new resistance ships in the trailer, so I don't know if there is any. Oh, for it's for the, for the FO. I think we're also for the FO one. Okay. So, um, yeah, I have no idea. Techn I, who else can they pop out for the other factions? So that's for the FO. Uh, what else? What other factions need uh, reinforcements right now? Well, if they could do a double FO thing, like if they also release the resistance, I, the resistance cartoons, uh, Major Von Reg's time interceptor, FO time interceptor, that would be nice. It looks really nice. so, Wasn't there a FO bomber before? Uh, I think in terms of bomber, I think you're referring to the Han Solo uh, TIE Brute. TIE Brute? In the, the Han Solo movie. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, I'm not expecting rebels come or or imperials to get any new ships anytime soon. Mostly another um, what do you call this re-release, if ever. The separatists, probably uh, the tri fighter. Well, yeah, yeah, that would be nice. It would also be nice if the um, if the republic actually got a large spaceship. The what's that? The troop carrier ship? The LAV, the lab. Yeah. But that does it go to space? It, it does. Uh, open. In the it does. It does. Really? It does. In the cartoons, it does. But uh, aren't the doors uh, atmospheric? I mean. No, you just can't open the doors. You just can't open doors. But those things can carry missiles. They fire front and back, I think. Yeah, and then they have disruptor lasers and pods. And Ah, maybe then we will have a Yoda crew. Yoda. Uh, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have a Yoda pilot. <laughs> Yoda pilot on uh, what's that uh, ship's name? Uh, that uh, crossbreed between an uh, Ark and a uh, Tie Fighter. Yeah. Not Ark, Aether Sprite rather. Aether Sprite and a Tie Fighter. Okay, Hard so pack. I'm guessing nobody cares about. Epic much in this group? <laughs> but, yeah. uh, it depends. I mean, if someone were to invest a significant amount of, uh, I guess, time and effort into organizing epic, uh, we say this events, uh, would probably join. But I am. I don't know anyone else who's interested in epic. Well, I have two epic ships. Epic. I have the Raider and uh, the Phantom. Oh, the Raider! That's such a sexy ship. Oh. How about you? You don't have any epic ships? I personally do not have any epic ships. Mm. Because I'm selling so the reader for a... PM you back. I'll PM. Joke. <laughs> but um, actually, um, yeah, epic isn't really a thing for me. But what I am looking forward to is probably news in terms of card packs, not ships themselves. If there are any additional pilots for some rebel ships or even imperial ships to only have a limited number of named pilots so uh oh so uh during the stream uh there's no detail mentioned about that so it could be anything yeah. so be anything. hopefully new pilots no because yeah. otherwise what would make you buy the card uh, box if there's wait, nothing just to it? clarify um this was asked in the live stream but 
they they specifically said that they did the they weren't they didn't say exactly that the cards pack card packs were going to be released. They said they were going to have news about the card packs. Ah. So oh. it could be they could just say, "Hey, we're th- looking into it," and that's it. <laughs> Ooh, lame, lame. But but the are going to have news. But I mean, would you uh, broadcast to everyone that uh, we decided that we're not going to make card packs in a major event in well, general? That. Yeah, or why, be... not, why not just say it over the stream? <laughs> oh, that's exactly. To minimize its importance. That's still news, right now. There could be something they're still mulling over, and hey, they counted. Okay, so not worth it. Nah, bet, we're not gonna I do bet, it. Yeah, I bet there's something because otherwise they would have just said that uh, we're considering that right now, and uh, so on and so forth. But uh, mentioning that they're going to see something, something new during Gen Con, there must be. Yeah, something. but. Anything could be something, you know. They could say that we're still looking into it or something. Yeah, that's true. But if there's something that I wish for, then it's gonna be a Taiko Selchu card in an alien card deck. Type of what? A Taiko Selchu 2.0 ah, right, in right. an alien card deck. Right. I, I bet everyone has their own thing. Like they're looking for a specific pilot or character. Um, but basically, that's me. What I'm looking for in a card pack, if ever it becomes a reality, if FFG that lets the world know that um, they're going to be doing card packs, is they're going to say, hey, we're going to be releasing the A-Wing and it's got Taiko Selchu in it, in a card pack. I'm going to get them. You know, I, I've been thinking about those card packs. Wouldn't it be better if, I mean, for a faction that's big as the Rebel faction, you could just release a card pack that's just for entire Rebels? Because if you release it per card pack, then that means per ship, you'd have to come up with a certain amount of content to justify the price of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't Maybe... they already do it? Do that? AKA the... conversion kit? Yeah, but this would be like um, Rebel Faction Update 1, 2, or something. Or number 1, uh, something. I wish they make uh, planeswalkers, you know, include planeswalkers in the pilots. It's not right? that game. <laughs> so you don't play magic, no? Huh? I'm alright. I have friends who play magic. So the picture would be just uh, the human, the humanoid with no ship. So they're planeswalkers. Anyway, okay, so do you so... think it would be random? Hopefully what? not. No. Oh. God, no, no. the reason no. why I no. play X-Wing is because it's not random. <laughs> no, FFG don't... At least I know that FFG has said they, they're not into that kind of thing. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, okay, so... A... Yeah, so... Um, some, I guess... My God, we've been running for an, more than an hour and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> So just let's just top it off with some of our upcoming announcements. Mon, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. So we're looking at, as again, we're just reiterating, July 6th, we're doing this League Season 2 Finals. We're still confirming with the participants their final dates, but we've already watermarked it. We already have a venue in mind, and we'll be seeing each other there. We just need to confirm, do a final <laughs> confirmation of all participants for July 6th. So we'll also be doing the raffles on that day. So for any participant of League Season 2, uh, cross your fingers because you might be the new owner of a new uh, set of template organizers and tokens. What? 
we're giving away what? 250 million? Just make no. sure to buy, to buy your lotto ticket. <laughs> we're giving away day. a wooden template organizer uh, from Rath Gallegos, uh, wow. Fire Sword. Uh, and also, we're giving away a bunch of tokens, acrylic tokens, made by Raph as well and donated to for the League Season 2 uh, games. So, those are up for grabs. Uh, we're going to be having a couple of winners. We're going to be talking about how many people will be winning stuff on July 6th. So, stay tuned for that. Um, next, uh, there's Lysander's Ace Challenge. As we talked about in the previous episode, Lysander was kind enough to get us... Um, copies of the alt wedge alt art card which features this, this snazzy uh target lock <laughs> yeah it does look like jackie chan this target lock uh that features his pilot initiative uh, it's a really really sweet card and um the only thing that players have to do to, to, to get their own copy is to enter lysander's ace challenge um just for brevity, it's basically swarms. Challengers play swarms against aces where they have their cards. And the players with the lowest MOV but taking home a win will be able to take up to uh, will be able to take home a copy of the card. We have eight cards up for grabs. So eight players, more than eight players come over. Uh, July 13, we're still pencil marking that. We will confirm once we get a proper venue space confirmation. So just get ready. We're gonna be doing that soon. So your uh, the participant must fly a swarm. Yeah. Then get the lowest MOV. But still and win. Then somehow manage to win. Yes. So just run and then win on uh, oh. final salvo. True, you can run, but if the, the swarm, if the aces pressure you, are you sure that you won't probably kill one more? I'll take a little more of a little take half points here and there. Well, Tie Fighters doesn't have half points. It's either zero or what? How much? Yeah. Plus, you also have to keep your points. Ah, they do. They do because they have three hull. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So they, they so still that's... have to keep your hull. Hey, they still have to keep your points. So the challenge is actually just surviving, making use of the swarm to effectively nullify the ace list. Yeah. Should be fun. It's Interesting, true. at least. Yes. Oh, uh, we were uh, Lysander actually requested to do it on July seven, but unfortunately we won't be able to do it on July seven. But I would like to give a shout out to his dog Zeus because apparently that is Zeus's birthday. Happy birthday, Zeus! Advance happy birthday. <laughs> so yeah. Um, next, uh, do I am I should I be the one talking about the Thinking Scrubs YouTube channel or? Oh yes, sorry. Uh, okay. Bravo. So after this, after this video gets posted, you'll notice that all our branding will be changed to the new Thinking Scrubs name, logo, and such. And along with it is our brand new Napcon Finals video uh, comment with commentary. So it's one step closer to being a more active podcast. Also having commentary videos, just like the big podcasts out there. Cough, cough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, watch out for that. Hopefully, it'll be on by the time you listen to this. Or if not, maybe just an hour or two delay. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's about it for announcements, Ron. All right. 
So thanks again, everyone, for listening. We're the Thinking Scrubs. I'm Ron. I'm Raymond. I'm Ramon. Keep on thinking. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>